Well, Happy New Year, Australia, for we are one and free. It's a small change with the hope it'll have a big impact. Australia has changed one word in its national anthem. The line for we are young and free will be replaced by one and free in an attempt to recognise Indigenous history. Some Indigenous Australians say it doesn't go far enough. The real change needs to be within the Australian Constitution. Donald Trump launching an assault on the integrity of the election, unleashing a barrage of false claims of fraud and corruption without evidence. Now it is up to Congress to confront this egregious assault on our democracy. And after this, we're going to walk down, and I'll be there with you, we're going to walk down to the Capitol. Breaking news tonight, the deadly siege on Congress as an angry pro-Trump mob storms the U.S. Capitol. We've seen shocking... Thousands storming the Capitol after a rally with President Trump, during which he urged them to march on the Capitol. The mob storming the barriers, pushing through this door. Capitol Police unable to hold them back. Fuck you, police! Are you concerned about your inauguration, sir? Are you concerned about violence? I am not concerned about my safety, security, or the inauguration. I am not concerned. The American people are going to stand up. Stand up now. Enough is enough is enough. On his first full day in office, U.S. President Joe Biden making it clear the pandemic is priority number one. Breaking news this hour and the global number of people diagnosed with coronavirus has reached more than 100 million. 100 million. 100 million. A little over a year since the first case was confirmed. Nationwide, one person is dying every 34 seconds from COVID. It's very tough, I think, for somebody to tell you that you cannot get a hospital room. We are truly in a crisis mode right now. The revelations of this week alone have sent shockwaves, not just through Parliament House, but indeed throughout the whole country as more details emerge about the alleged rape of former Liberal staffer Brittany, Brittany Higgins. Brittany Higgins happened just metres from the Prime Minister's office less than three weeks before the 2019 election was called. They didn't care about me. They cared, they cared, about, they cared about the party. The Prime Minister is being urged to investigate an allegation of an historical rape levelled against one of his Cabinet Ministers. Attorney General Christian Porter has been revealed as the Cabinet Minister at the centre of an historical rape allegation. It just did not happen. A man lauded as a potential future Prime Minister, pleading his innocence in the face of the gravest of allegations. I can say categorically that what has been put in various forms, in allegations, simply did not happen. 
The voices of thousands of women in rallies around the country heard loudest on the doorsteps of power in Canberra. One of those women, the ex-wife of Christian Porter at a rally in Perth, the Attorney-General choosing today to launch a defamation lawsuit against the ABC. It's no wonder some are calling it the trial of the century. The breaking news now, and the former Attorney-General Christian Porter has claimed vindication after dropping his defamation case against the ABC. The public broadcaster says it regrets the story, but will not pay damages. And both sides are claiming a win. Now it's one of the world's most important shipping routes and it's blocked. One of the world's biggest container ships blocking the Suez Canal. The Ever Given has given us a tidal wave of glorious memes. You park your giant SUV parallel and then two people move in and you've got an inch between the bumpers and you're trying to get out. Emotionally, I am the Suez Canal. It took 13 tugs and the removal of tens of thousands of tonnes of sand to eventually free her, and much to everyone's relief, uh, that's now been done. The global death toll from the pandemic has crossed the bleak threshold of three million people. Vaccine rollouts are now underway in 190 countries, but success in getting the virus under control varies widely. Numbers are higher than they've ever been before, and far too many hospitals are stretched way too thin. India is one of the hardest hit countries, and it's facing an alarming surge in infections. Day after day for more than a week, it's reported a new record daily rise in cases. The situation right now here is really very worst, critical and uh, out of uh, control. Prime Minister Narendra Modi says the wave of cases is hitting like a storm. Today we agreed to pause direct passenger flights between India and Australia until the 15th of May. The order penalises citizens and residents stranded in the COVID-stricken country if they attempt to travel home. Uh, the ban is racist, it's possibly illegal, it's not supported by the medical advice and it's got to go. Hundreds of Palestinian protesters were injured over the weekend in clashes with Israeli police in the area around the Al-Aqsa Mosque. A number of pro-Palestinian rallies are being held across Australia today. Demonstrations are underway in Adelaide and Hobart following similar events in Sydney and in Melbourne. In Sheikh Jarrah, there continues to be anger and tension. Attempts to evict Palestinians from their homes in this area earlier this month helped start the escalation to the conflict. In the space of just a day, a major escalation that few had expected. Israel's carried out airstrikes on Gaza hours after rockets were fired from the territory towards Jerusalem. Israel has responded forcefully to these attacks and we will continue to respond forcefully. The fighting must stop immediately. I appeal to all parties to cease hostilities now. 
check this out. Welcome to Australia. Home of the Great Mouse Plague. Look at that. It's the latest challenge pushing farmers to breaking point. Millions of mice running riot and destroying valuable stock feed. Just in our farm, we've seen, at an estimate, about two million mice. In my estimate, is what I've seen in my place. Exactly what health officials have been trying to avoid. New South Wales this morning bracing to record more than 100 new COVID cases as the state's outbreak spirals out of control. A few days ago, I said this was the scariest time that I felt since the pandemic started, and that's proven to be the case. So from 6pm today, all of Greater Sydney, the Blue Mountains, the Central Coast and Wollongong will go into a lockdown. The army will take to Sydney streets and police will go door to door in hotspot suburbs after the city recorded its worst day of the pandemic so far. In a couple of hours, 13 and a half million Australians will be in lockdown. These people marching through the streets of Tokyo are not celebrating the coming Olympics, but demanding it be stopped. Nearly 80% of Japanese people say they are against holding the games during this global health crisis. Prime Minister Yoshihide Suga insists that the games will go ahead in Tokyo as scheduled. The opening ceremony a little more than a week away now as Tokyo reports its highest number of new COVID cases in six months. It's just gone 13 hours GMT. We begin in Tokyo where the greatest show on earth has finally now got underway. Ladies and gentlemen, the Olympic flame is now entering into the stadium. Taliban forces entered the heart of the Afghan capital, Kabul, today. Afghans and foreign nationals have been trying to get on planes at Kabul airport, where international troops have been involved in evacuations. I've been stuck here for the past two days. I'm yeah. trying to get in. I went to America. There are scenes of panic and pandemonium at Kabul airport today as desperate people pour onto the runway trying to flee the country in what can only be described as a chaotic exodus. Now, people are literally clinging on to US military aircrafts as they try to take off. Last evening, Australia's operation to commence evacuating Australians and visa holders, Afghan nationals, from Kabul commenced. Quick update this morning on some breaking news we brought you in the last hour, and that is the Pentagon confirming there has been an explosion outside Kabul airport. The last C-17 lifted off from Hamad Karzai International Airport on August 30th this afternoon, and the last manned aircraft is now clearing the airspace above Afghanistan. My fellow Americans, the war in Afghanistan is now over.
Well, good morning from Australia. I'm very pleased to join two great friends of freedom and of Australia. The United States, Britain and Australia are forming a new security alliance for the Indo-Pacific region. And so, friends, AUKUS is born. First major initiative of AUKUS will be to deliver a nuclear-powered submarine fleet for Australia. And I want to thank uh, that fellow down under. Thank you very much, pal. Well, in breaking news this morning, France has recalled its ambassadors to Australia and the US. It's in the wake of a new nuclear defence deal. French President Emmanuel Macron has told the Prime Minister that he broke the relationship of trust between the two nations. Do you think he lied to you? I don't think. I know. A 5.9 magnitude earthquake has shaken southeastern Australia, causing damage in Melbourne and other parts of Victoria. Oh, I've never had an earthquake in here before. Uh, fucking scary. Yeah, that was a big one. What happened was I've been subpoenaed to go to ICAC. What? Yeah. What for? Is there anything to worry about? No. Oh, good. No. Yeah. I was advised late yesterday afternoon the Independent Commission Against Corruption will today uh, release a public statement in which it will state it is investigating allegations made about me concerning matters relating to the former member for Wagga Wagga. I'll throw money at Wagga, don't you worry about that. I want to be very clear. In all the decisions I have ever made as a minister or as Premier of New South Wales, my first consideration has always been the wellbeing and welfare of the people of this state. I'll do with That's it. Great, right. I'll fix it. That are these people, honest to Christ. I'll fix it. History will demonstrate that I've always executed my duties, again, with the highest level of integrity. You know, they could be taping your conversation with me right now. You know, you wouldn't know. Therefore, it pains me to announce that I have no option but to resign from the office of Premier. Grey skies and rain weren't enough to dampen the spirits of those in Sydney keen to embrace what's being described as Freedom Day. After nearly four months, residents in Australia's larger city have exited lockdown. It's like being in the castle when they said, tell him he's dreaming, and now it's Freedom Day, and it's just the most brilliant day and we're so, so happy. It's finally happened after 263 days collectively. Melbourne has freedom. Cheers heard across the city. The most locked down city finally coming to life. Live music, let's go. Welcome back. Let's go. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to COP. Welcome to Glasgow. They've come to Glasgow from around the world for one of the most important meetings on the planet's future. The climate crisis is a cold red for humanity. Anywhere near a deal that's good enough? We have hours left, few hours left. We need a deal. We need action now. These protesters were not impressed by the latest draft of a climate agreement in which language to abolish coal had been watered down. This is no longer a climate conference. This is now a two-week-long celebration of business as usual and blah, blah, blah. May I just say to all uh, delegates, um, I apologise for the way this process has unfolded. 
um, and uh, I'm deeply sorry. Good evening. In a word, incredible. Four-year-old Cleo Smith is home with her mother tonight after 18 very long days. One of the officers picked her up into his arms and asked her, what's your name? She said, my name is Cleo. Victoria's human rights watchdog has raised concerns over Premier Daniel Andrews' controversial pandemic management bill. To 10,000 protesters have descended on Victoria's Parliament House in a massive show of force against vaccine mandates and the state's proposed pandemic bill. 21 months of mainstream media feeding the public a bullshit narrative. They've had enough. It was one of the biggest marches the country's seen during the pandemic. Protesters have made disturbing death threats against the Premier as they ramped up their fight against the pandemic bill. One demonstrator brought a makeshift gallows to the steps of Parliament, sparking widespread condemnation. Of course those, those threats and intimidation has no place in Australia. We're a civil, peaceful society. But now it's time for governments to step back and for Australians to take their lives back. Omicron is here and it's spreading the fast. The new Omicron so variant of the coronavirus appears to spread and is already spreading rapidly in South Africa. Cases there surging. The Prime Minister is urging calm after the new coronavirus variant called Omicron. Australia's dealt with challenges and uh, we're ready for this. We're able to deal with this and uh, ready to race. The PM. The Prime Minister in the has pits, declared himself the underdog the heading into the election. As new polling shows, he The date of the federal election is, as yet, undeclared. But you wouldn't know it. It's, it's really exciting to see all the crowds back. It's great to see you know, the country opening up. But to do that, we need to put this government behind us. COVID is once again looming large over the festive season. 